The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. Steelers win over the Falcons. And, well, you guys were there. Hey, is it true that it was like 90% Steelers fans? Oh, my gosh, yes. It was... It was, I tried to post a picture of it. It was like a sea of terrible towels. We were louder cheering when we were on defense than they were. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. The Falcons in their own stadium had to use a silent count because there were so many students. They were making so much noise. That is amazing. It really was. Two delays of game. At least two, I think, right? Maybe some false starts. He definitely yeah. has some penalties. Very That's early amazing. in the game, they had a we had a false start on, uh, of course, Dan Moore, and so right. the guy next to us is like, "Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's what you do." Crowd's got to get noisy. I'm like, "Buddy, it's Dan Moore. It has nothing to do with the crowd. He could have been doing that in a vacuum. He would have <laughs> false start. It has nothing to do with you guys." But that's cute. Right. Yeah, it was well, crazy. Well, loud. The Falcons fan know that it was like his ninth penalty of the season. Right, right, right. right. He. He gets two right. of those a game. I mean, that's a, it's a betting statistic now. If if Dan Moore knows where the field is, that's a victory. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but but you know, y- you look at this win. You look at the win over the over the Colts and say, well, they barely beat them. Hey, wins are wins. Wins are wins. Um. Let's uh, let's give a, a thank you card to the Falcons for. Uh, even though they're a heavy running team in the first half, just decided to pass all the time with a crappy passing quarterback. Yeah. What was that? That was crazy. That was because then when they started running in the second half, they were having some success. I'm like, and oh, scary. doing it very well. Yeah. Doing this the whole game. Yeah, that would have been scary. Right, I did say yeah. this to Allison though when we were in Atlanta that you know it doesn't always have to be that like super decisive like butt whooping victory. I mean those are nice, but we were losing a lot of really close games for a while there. Games that we should have won, games that were decided by a few points. And so if we're winning, the pendulum is shifted the other way, and we're winning games by a few points. That's that feels like serious progress to me. More so than if you just gone in and blown out some terrible Atlanta team. Do you know what I mean? Because it shows that we're actually improving. And, and to me, it's how it feels like it's getting better. Yeah, the run de- the Steelers' run defense was concerning in the second half. But I mean, because they literally did the opposite. You know, the Falcons kind of yes. did the opposite in the second half of they did in the first half because obviously they weren't successful passing the ball. So they're like, well, we're going to run the ball. I don't know if the Steelers' defense maybe just didn't expect that because of what happened in the first quarter or the first half. But they were letting, I mean, they were letting the, you know, the Falcons run all over them, which was, which yeah. was concerning, especially considering that they had been so much better, you know, against the run. You know, are you guys getting weird audio, or is that just me? Does Allison sound like I an heard, alien to you, Joey? I heard something. I I, I thought. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to make sure nobody thought I was making a face at Allison's opinion because I was like, what the hell? It's like Allison. alien shapeshifter voice. Really dumb take there, Allison. What <laughs> sound like like that like yeah, the, the teacher on the on, the on on peanuts or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's right though. She's she's right. No, you know, you're absolutely right. And and this is yet another game where the Steelers do well in the first half offensively, and yeah. then the second half just not all not fall apart, but almost yeah. just just do do a lot worse offensively, and that's 
that's scary. That's that's concerning. Well, you know, the other teams make adjustments at the half, and I think we don't. I mean, that's what it seems like. You know, like we're like, oh, it was working, ain't broke, don't fix it kind of mentality. And we forget to plan for that contingency of what happens if they figure out what we've been doing. Yeah. And and the, another concerning thing is going forward. I mean, I can't believe we're talking playoffs. Playoffs? There's a slim chance, you know, that we could end up being a wild card team. It's still very yeah. early. But 17 points, you know, one one touchdown and a bunch of field goals are not they're not gonna get the job done. Not gonna so, cut it. You know, it if the Steelers have any hopes at all in the playoffs, they've got to figure out how to how to score touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, Touch, how to touchdowns. Receivers? I mean, just get them into the receivers' hands, not just Pat Fryermuth, who I love. I love Pat Fryermuth, but it, it can't just be him. You've got to get the ball to your receivers. They're getting them to the receivers' hands and the receivers are dropping them. Deontay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a disconnect. I mean, there's some drops. I mean, yeah, Deontay drops it is definitely letting go of some balls. But there's also plenty of times where I think Kenny's still just growing and reading the field is an issue because there's open people that, that he's either not seeing or the play is not designed in such a way that he feels comfortable throwing to them. I don't know. But, you know, we saw that even in Atlanta, people open, you know, with George Pickens getting frustrated about it, for example, and, you know. The kid makes things happen. You put the ball near him, and he somehow freakishly finds a way to pull it in most of the time. So much was made of Pickens um, being upset, and he had two targets, one catch for two yards with two targets. Um, this was his home. This was he went to the University of Georgia. I'm sure oh, yeah. he had lots of family there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they all wanted to see him, you know, do well or put on a show or something like that. Yeah. And he didn't put on a show. He did. He basically did nothing and only got it thrown to him. Yeah. Two years. You know, and, and that young. wasn't him. That wasn't him. That wasn't like it was his fault. Like he had an epically bad game. Do you know what I mean? He didn't have opportunities. Yeah, Josh Josh Roundtree had had said that he watched the All Twenty Two tape and said that the Falcons actually the, the whoever was whatever whoever was on George Pickens made it extremely from from what he was seeing in the All Twenty Two yeah. extremely difficult for George Pickens to get open. Okay, to get open. So there would have been many contested catches, but that's what he does. But the, I was going to say, but that's what he does. If he can get his fingertips on the ball, that kid oh. finds a way to like bring it into his body. And, and I love the way that Tomlin addressed this at the press conference today, because it, it was exactly what I've been saying ever since people started complaining, which is that I would rather see him passionate than apathetic. You know what I mean? Right, than him right. not caring. So is it maybe the best way to handle it? I, I don't know. But you had people talking about how he should have, Tomlin should have jacked him up on the side of the field and made a public spectacle out of him. And that's absurd. That's not leadership. That's just cruddy management. Do you know what I mean? He's way he, bigger he, than Tomlin. He would have slammed Tomlin. Right. <laughs> but I mean, what kind of, what, had he done that, then there would have been a whole nother narrative about Tomlin loses control and what, you know what I mean? Right. Whatever. There's no making these people happy, but, but the reality is, is the kid has a right to be upset to some degree. He's really talented. They all like Goblin said today, TJ wants more opportunities. Everybody wants more opportunities. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and Tomlin said something like, 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 you know, how he handles that response, yeah. you know, sure. in, in a more mature manner that, you know, we're working on that. And we are working on that because he's right. just a baby. He's just a he rookie. Is. He's you a baby. Know. Yeah. Um, Physically, his brain isn't even totally developed yet. Like, that's how much of a baby this kid. And I mean that seriously. Like, that is a serious thing. Like, till they're 25. You know what I mean? So men's brains aren't even fully developed. I mean, it's it's that part of that impulse control that takes the longest to develop. So I don't know. I just, I thought people made way too big of a deal out of it. I didn't blame the kid for being upset. Was it his best response? No, but, yeah. but that's something you address off the field with him in private. It's not like he's throwing coolers and, you know, kicking, kicking helmets or something, right? Whatever. Yeah. It's yes. Not, yeah. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't gone OBJ on us yet. And like Tomlin said, it's kind of BS that the, the media is making this a negative thing when really it's not, it's not a negative. It's okay. No, they want to make everything to something negative, but let's let's look at last week last week Deontay complained about not getting enough targets and this week he gets 11 targets yeah, yeah. squeaky yeah. wheel is getting the grease I guarantee you uh, the next point. game against the Ravens Pickens is going to get a bunch of targets mm-hmm. yeah and and people made a point that you know Pickens response to not getting targets may have been right after Deontay dropped the ball you know what I mean yeah so it would have been more like Give me the ball. He's not. Right. He's got the yips right now. Give yeah. me the ball. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll catch it. You know, but this is only one game if you think about it. But you're also getting this like little snapshot. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't know. I mean, other than that, we know he's not being targeted as much as he would wish. We don't know all the other stuff that like happened right around that or might might have been said or like even what was exactly in his head. So you're right. It could have been any of those things. And really, I mean, it just could be general frustration. We've seen lots of games where TJ Watt, for example, is double teamed by guys and he doesn't get a sack the whole game. I'm sure that's frustrating to him and that's not what he wants, but it's what happens. It's the nature of football. And so, you know, he doesn't handle it the way Pickens did, but doesn't mean he's not frustrated. Let's talk about Deontay. Um, Allison, you mentioned he got the yips. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. How many times does this dude have the yips? How many times do we have to deal with this this problem of him dropping? He almost gave away this game. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. He tried to. Every, every Steeler fan thinks the refs are against us and the announcers are against us. The refs helped us tremendously that was a fumble by Deontay that was, was I don't know what the heck they were thinking of but that but was definitely a catch and a fumble touchdown that wasn't in so his knee was down yeah, his knee, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, us were like, yeah, his knee was down. Yeah, his knee was down. And we were like, that was a fumble. And they were like, yeah, his knee was down. Yeah, the guy was like, he would have gotten it anyway. Like, eventually, because it would have been like. Maybe. Probably. Line, but Maybe. Uh, also, um, I don't know when the Academy Awards come out, but uh, Malik. Uh, Malik Malik Reed, is that is that yeah. the linebacker that got held? And, right. like, the way he. <laughs> the way he acted, he put it. He basically acted like he, he I, I, I can't move anymore. Oh my, oh my! Yeah, it was very dramatic, very dramatic. But hey, whatever. It works. It works. Right. works. Yeah, LKJ just needs to do that. 
because you know he's getting held on every play. So constantly, constantly held. Yeah. TJ That's needs a weirdly teenage, called game. TJ needs teenage teenage TJ needs acting lessons from uh from yeah, Malik, right. Malik, Malik Get him a soccer yeah. player to show him how it's done. <laughs> you breathe on him and he falls down. Yeah. Yeah. Um the other extremely encouraging thing, and another thing, you know, Kenny's getting a little bit better every week, but the running game is getting better every better. week. Yeah. Ooh, Najee's looking good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh. He hasn't pulled out a, a hundred yard game. You know what I mean? The, the, as a whole, collectively, that you know, the running backs and in, including Pickett or Pickett have uh, have gotten over hundred yards. You know what I mean? But he still hasn't done that yet. But I think yeah, okay, I really do. I do too. And it's, it's been that weird, like running back by committee thing that we've been doing, which is fine. It's obviously working. It's helped him get over the hump of whatever was going on, whether it was that lingering injury or I don't know, doubts about the O-line or whatever it was, but his confidence is, is obviously improved. He looks much better every week. I am perfectly okay with this committee thing. I mean, Benny Snell, six rushes, 24 yards. I'll take that from Benny Snell any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, he's out there producing. I mean, and I like it. I think it keeps, does it keep your defense a little off balance? They don't know who's coming in. Does that change how they plan a little bit? Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I I will say I was disappointed. I mean, Leanne and I talked before the game about – I had great hopes thinking that because Atlanta's defense was so horrible, that this was going to be like a breakout game for Kenny Pickett. I thought maybe he was going to get a couple touchdowns. Maybe Deontay would have had a couple touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was going to be more of like a a pass-happy kind of situation, you know, where maybe they kind of got a groove, you know, between Kenny and his receivers. But um, Dean Pease, you know, he dialed up a really good defense, you know, defensive scheme for the Steelers, and yeah, and uh, you know, he made it so that they couldn't, you know, they didn't have success through the air as much as they did on the ground. Yeah, and hey, whatever works. I mean, if that's not yeah. working, you know what yeah. I mean. I, yeah. At least we weren't forcing it like we were doing in some of those early games where you couldn't run the ball, and, and so then you're trying to throw it all over the place and getting all these interceptions. So mm-hmm. I was glad that at least we maintained ball safety. We cut down on, even though we had a couple of penalties, it wasn't quite as bad as it had been some other times. Punting was better. Special teams coverage was really good. Much yeah, better. I, I was really yeah. worried. They, they didn't kick it out. You know, Cordell, I think Patterson, they were saying, was looking as frustrated as well because he wasn't able yeah. to you know, they, yeah. they they gave so much crap to, uh, what's his face, the, the, the special teams coach uh, for the – Danny, yeah, the, the Colts game, yeah. Danny Smith yeah. uh, for the Colts game because he gave up those big returns. But Cordero Patterson is, is maybe the greatest or maybe the second right. greatest right. returner in, in history. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, yeah. the um, the Falcons had two people back there, Patterson and someone else. So the Steelers like, OK, we'll kick it to yeah. someone else. We're not yeah. kicking it to Patterson. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was um, smart. Harvin had the, the punt of the year. Of his that career, was, yeah, that was amazing. So beautiful, it was so pretty. It really was. Um, yeah. and, and that, I was that, like cringing in my seat, like, "Oh God, what's gonna happen? Here this we go. Be so bad. Here, Here we, we go. go. Yeah, Harvin, Harvin. Five yards or fifty. We've got no in between. Right. So right. yeah, it was a, that was a thing of beauty. I mean, right, right. on the right on the numbers. Um, mm. but yeah, yeah, the 
Um, the running game is going third down conversion is great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is, it's all complimentary football. Lot. When the run game is going, you can yeah. pass better. When you, when you convert those third downs, it leaves the, it doesn't make the defense tired. It's just, mm-hmm. it all works together yeah. when it works. It works wonderfully. And that's, Hey, this is, this is a good recipe for winning. Right. Yeah. Um, but the red zone percentage, I believe the Steelers have the worst in the league. Yeah. Um, it's bad. Thank goodness for that. that. I mean, a lot of the penalties come at critical moments where they're approaching the red zone or they're in the red zone and then they get right third down. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's would be nice to see them, you know, capitalize more on more, you know, score some more when they're in the red zone. You know, yeah, I mean, I guess you you. You can't fix everything all at the same time. And obviously they're, you know, making adjustments and things are improving. So, I mean, it's a fam like you, I'm just hoping that's something that they're, they're working on for going forward. You know what I mean? That's one of the next areas of focus because yeah, we, you're right. What you said earlier, we just can't keep trying to field goal people to death. Like that's not going to work. Right now. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness that uh, speaking of field goals that Matthew Wright was, I mean, he 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 won us a couple games. Just yeah, <laughs> wow. I I was really worried that first game. Really yeah, worried. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but he found his groove, and and yeah, he's been really consistent. Knock on wood. How Matthew got his groove back? Um, yes, Matthew got his groove back. That's right. Um, I, I I'm really impressed with Benny Snell, James Pierre. And I think there's another person that I'm that I'm missing. Basically, people that have been told th- that have basically fallen down on the death chart. Mm-hmm. Benny Snell. I mean, this is you know the, the, these past couple of games. This is the only games where he's actually run the ball at all, almost. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and James Pierre, you know, almost got he was basically relegated to, to special teams, and they've been yeah. asked to step up, and they did. You could easily when you get demoted, when you get pushed down on the depth chart, you could easily say, "Screw this!" I, I'm you know yeah. I have a bad attitude about it. But they just kept working, and that you know they just waited for their chance, and it's, yeah, it's beautiful. I love that. I love it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've talked before about that Tomlin and his like next man up and these guys being prepared and the only difference is opportunity. And, and as a player, it's got to feel so good to see those things like in action. Do you know what I mean? That Tomlin mean what he says and says what he means and that you really do get these chances. And so that's got to, you know what I mean? That's got to feel really good for somebody like Benny Snell, who you're right, would have had every reason to be frustrated. I, I, I love Tomlin and I love I, I just love how he handles people and how he handles handles the team. Yeah. I just I, I just well, love it. Fans giving him the thumbs thumbs up during halftime. Oh my goodness, that was so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> that is that has to be staged. I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second. Oh. I think that, that that guy is not not a Steelers fan. I looked right. him up on Twitter. He's not a Steelers fan. I think he was standing in the tunnel and he was either yelling shit stuff at Tomlin before he got to him and then right. stuck his thumb out like a smart ass doing that. Hey coach. Hey coach. Or right. he Tomlin had been past him before and he'd mm-hmm. said something to him and aggravated him. And then Tomlin came back and he clipped the video to only show that piece of it because 
I mean, how many years? Someone's been a coach forever in Pittsburgh. We've never heard one story of him responding badly to fans. Allison and I stood in that same tunnel. We watched Tomlin come in and out three or four times. He waved to everybody, yeah. gave people yeah. thumbs up. He was saying hi. He was nodding mm. his head. I mean, so so why? Come on. And that guy had yeah. like that smirky look on his face. Yeah, I don't I don't buy it. There has to be more to that story for sure. Uh, although it's, it's a setup. Yeah. Although Tomlin's son is like, yeah, I've got that reaction before. Mm-hmm. Right. And sure. And by the way, you know, if you walk into my job and start mouthing off to me in my office with no warning, you might get the same reaction out of me. So I don't right. even think that the reaction was so terrible, but I just don't, I don't buy it the way that it's presented. I think there has to be something else to it. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's on to the Ravens. Man, now I'm I was kind of hoping Lamar Jackson would play because he is banged up and yeah. I'm I'm a little scared of uh of Huntley. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um but there's, still there's not, enough, there's not as much film on him. I mean, I think yeah, I believe that he's played. I mean, I think that there was something out there saying that you know it the Steelers have only played Lamar Jackson like three times. Like for as often as they play the Ravens, he's injured because he's always hurt. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So I we I, I think we played Huntley before. We played somebody before. Somebody. And they played Huntley last year, right? And, yeah, and beat yeah. him bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's 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 encouraging. I'm, I I really, but, but you know, really... Tomlin did address that in the press conference that you know that to get these opportunities and these guys grow and. Like he's expecting the same. I know he's always just going to pay it lip service, but you know, that he expects him to be improved over where he was before. Mm-hmm. I've seen Huntley play very well. Right. He, he could do, he is, he's Lamar Jackson light and you so could do a lot of damages times. as the, as the dollar dollar tree version of, uh, of, do, yeah. of Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson this is, played five times two his records, two and three against the Steelers. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's not very much. No. That's a lot less than I would have thought considering we play him twice a year, every year. Right. Yeah. The Ravens basically have no running backs and no wide receivers. Their entire receiving game is Mark Andrews. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this game is very winnable. Mm-hmm. I think it is too. I think it is too. I think we've got a real shot at this. And it's at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Acrosure. Acrosure. We got some some confidence built up. Do you know what I mean? But I do think that to be able to do this, we're going to have to be able to get the ball in the end zone. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Naji, Naji, have a have a have a good big big Naji game. Yeah. It's yeah. Time. It's time. He's ready for his hundred yard game. I agree. The one that one game he had 99 yards or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That has to be so frustrating. Like just give him one more yard. Like, come on. We had him grading on a curve. I mean, round them up just, a little bit. Just dive. Just just, just right. do a yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna look ahead, but gosh, after this, after the after the Ravens is Carolina. Yeah. And that's almost guaranteed to be another win. Mm-hmm. And then possibly you're looking at seven and seven against yeah. the Raiders who, you know, they're, you know, the Steelers are going to win that game because it's the immaculate reception anniversary game. I hope so. Cause historically we struggle with the Raiders. 
We do, and they they're on they're on a tear right now, like like we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's it's true. For that's whatever true. reason, even when they're abysmal, even when their team is horrible. So two years ago or whatever, we were like guaranteed to beat them, and we lost. I mean, it that's always seems to happen. I'd say so hopefully, over the remaining games, the Raiders are the are the most are the most are the opponent that I'm most concerned about, worried about. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Now that we're seeing, I mean, I know that there's still, you know, four or five more weeks until we play them, but you know, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson did not look good. You know, their run game and their defense was was really the right in the game for the Browns. Yeah, and they'll have some time to work on those things, like you said, in between now and then. But but I still think it's a very winnable game. I think, I, I mean, I just think there's the opportunity. I think there's something about the Raiders that make that a, a different kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. On paper, the Raiders look really good. Cars, cars, yeah. pretty good. Jacobs is playing out of his mind, and they still yeah, have Devontae yeah, Adams. So, in, in theory, yeah. that that is a game. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's. I mean, you know, we love the immaculate reception, but they really hate them. <laughs> they really yeah, hate they them. Do. So, I mean, does that work against yeah, us? Like, yeah, they're fired up against us. Like, you know, you have that same same feeling there. Yeah, yeah. Um, not gonna lie, I was really hoping the Steelers would have picked up a Baker Mayfield. <laughs> just, just, just for laughs. Just, just for laughs. Just to have him be Put the backup. Squad. <laughs> Can we do like a, in, in like moving a progressive commercial where he moves from from Cleveland Stadium or wherever he's where's he been? Carolina, Carolina, Carolina Stadium to like Acrisure. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he ended up with the Chargers. I thought for sure he would go to the 49ers. Yeah. No, he went to the Rams. Oh, the oh, Rams. The, the yeah. other LA team. <laughs> the other LA team, yeah. Um, I'll bet the Rams picked him up just so he wouldn't go to the 49ers. Uh, but honestly, I honestly I think he sucks anyway. So it's, it's, he's they're doing yeah, the 49ers he's, a favor. He's falling apart. He's um there there was a uh there was actually vandalism in the Cleveland Stadium uh, yeah. a week or two ago. Like mm-hmm. people, like somebody, like took a vehicle and was like doing donuts in the field or something like that. Yes, and someone, re- someone replied, "If Baker Mayfield was still there at Progressive Field, he he would he would have never uh, allowed that to happen." Like, oh, right, my God. right, oh my god, probably wasn't that- one who did it. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he was. Maybe it was. Yeah, him. He had the code. He probably still had the code. You know, they probably didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get a little revenge. Right. That's such a Cleveland thing. How did I miss that? That's such a Cleveland thing to have happen. Yeah, the field looked awful. I don't know if they if they managed to fix it. I don't know what kind of surface it is, but yeah, it you could tell there there was divot, you know, destroyed. They got how do you think it in there? That's crazy. Somebody right. forgot to lock the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's that easy to just get a car into the stadium. I mean, right. to go through the tunnel and. Yeah, probably I would. You kill, you know, like a golf carty thing or some, you know. Yeah, stole something and used it. Yeah, yeah. If I would, if 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 I got into the Cleveland Stadium, I don't think I would do donuts on the grass, but I would like maybe get a spray paint can and I don't know, maybe just paint all the uh, the names of the quarterbacks that they've had in the last fifteen <laughs> years. Although I don't think the field's big enough for that. I was gonna say you don't have enough space for that <laughs> or paint, right? <laughs> right. 
repainted to look like like the Steelers end zones. Kind of like the Steelers logo in the middle of the field. Oh, right? Steelers. Good idea. Oh, yeah. they would love that. That would be what I would do. That would be awesome. Do they still have that stupid gremlin looking mascot thing that they were? Yeah, that thing that. is so weird elf. looking. I don't know. It's weird. It's an elf. Yeah, it's an elf. I don't want to think. I don't want to think playoffs, but God, they're they're only they're only two games out of a playoff spot. Yeah. yeah. It's doable. It's doable, but who wants to see him go in and then just shit uh, crap the bed? Like, yeah, or any touchdowns. Like, I, I do. I do. Yeah, I mean, I feel I have kind of mixed feelings about it. Like, there's a part of me that feels kind of like excited at the prospect. You know what I mean? Of this kind of big, like, late season push and and mm-hmm. making a comeback and all of those things. And then there's another part of me that just wants this to be like this respectable season where we see a lot of improvement. Do you know what I mean? And don't get anybody hurt and, and be able to build on this for next year and then make a serious playoff run when we know what we're doing. Yeah. As long as to me, but I mean, I wouldn't be mad Tomlin if we got there. As long as Mike Thomas yeah. has a season, that's all I care about. Right. And you and me both. Even you if they go both. nine and eight, just a, just a, yeah. A, so many people would be angry if they had a winning oh, record. They're going to be so angry. Oh, so angry. Mm-hmm. I love it. I would I make. I would get a banner made just to, just yes. to really tick people off. Just to really, yes. Mike Tomlin, no no losing seasons. Right. Yeah. Oh man, just put it fail. put it in put it in in acupuncture stadium. Just put a big banner. Right. No, right. It's Mike Tomlin, no losing seasons. Just, just right. have a banner raising ceremony. Really, really mm-hmm. stick it I into hope, them. I hope the post puts it on their front page like a big picture on the front page of the paper. A parade, right. just yeah. <laughs> love it, all of it. <laughs> um, yeah, they would if, if the Steelers did make the playoffs, like as a 60, they would play the Chiefs or the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> I don't, don't want to see that. I just that would be, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to see yeah. that either. That would be like I said, I wouldn't be like mad if they made it. I mean, it's great. I love the accomplishment, I love that right. the team has grown and developed so much. But, but by that same token, I don't know that I feel like we have a legitimate shot against those teams, and so. For, for Honestly, what purpose then I would build it as kind of like, kind of like how um, a college football team wins enough to make the bowl game, and you get yeah. all that extra practice, and you know the, the players. It, it would, yeah. it would, it would help the players to just have that playoff game experience. Yeah. That's yeah, that how I would sense. look at it. Even if you, even if you lost fifty to nothing, you, you would still have that experience of being in a playoff right. game, and and see how intense it is. So. Yeah. Look at it that and, way, and just give, give Kenny that that experience with very little expectations. You know what I mean? Give him that that opportunity to, to try. You're right. That makes sense. What if we made the playoffs? I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just so giddy. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, my God. I know there's a whole section of Steelers fans that will freak because they are like so determined that you know Mike Tomlin's going to get fired at the end of this season you know that they're going to like clean house the Roonies are going to fire everybody sure. and clean house I mean that's not happening but I know that's what they think so what do you think will happen with Matt Canada so now he's doing a little better oh it's my god bad. he's got another year on his contract I don't think I don't think what, what, if the offense he, is he still is he I mean Get rid of him is, I mean, not like a ton of money, but I mean, it's money. It, yeah. 
I don't. I mean, the money would be. I mean, he can't be making that much money. But you can make the argument. You could say, "Listen, we scored thirty against uh, the Bengals. We scored twenty-four against the Colts. We scored nineteen against the, the the Falcons. We are putting up. We are our offense is looking good." Yeah, let's just keep this going. There is there's a very good argument for Matt Canada staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I I would yeah I would I. Well, what worries me is that it's difficult to get rid of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some level of difficulty involved in that. I don't mean that it's very hard. I just mean that when things are a little bit challenging, we don't always take that route. Do you it's know what the I mean? burn of proof. You have well, to prove that he's so fruitful. bad that he has to go. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't so have to it, prove it, that he has to stay. You have to prove exactly. that he has to go. You're exactly yeah. right. And, and so if he's improving, so. if he's improving and we're winning games, how do you how do you meet that burden of proof? Right. I think it's hard. So I think it makes the case much easier for the Steelers to just say, "Well, let's give him this next year, see how he does, yeah. and then we can decide." Well, pick it, you know what I mean? Like, well, the, the, but that's that's a thing. And he and Pickett are growing together. And that's a thing, you know, you want, you want stability and you want Kenny Pickett to have some stability with the people he's working with. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, because I remember, I think that's what they said about Baker Mayfield. It's like, Oh, you had had a different offensive coordinator every year. And Mm -hmm. that's why, that's why he sucks. (laughs) So that's why, that's what caused it. So that's why his balls couldn't connect. That's right. That's right. He has all those voices in the head of all the all the offensive coordinators. Right. I don't know what to do. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you could say for for reasons of stability. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see. I, but... I think there's a very real chance he'll be back next year. I'm fully expecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And hey. The, the the results are there. Hey, we all hated Todd Haley, and now we we, we would die yeah. to have someone like Todd Haley. When Todd Haley was here, we hated his guts. I have yeah. to say, if we keep improving and we're winning games and 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 doing much better, I'll drop my Matt Canada hate account. Do you know what I mean? All I want is to win games and the team to be successful. So if that right. happens, and it's happening legitimately, not like squeaking by games and just barely, you know, making it by luck. Then yeah, I mean that's that's all you can ask for. I don't know. Maybe maybe all the turmoil in Pittsburgh with everything changing was hard on him. I don't know. I find that hard to rationalize. But if what if they what if they make the playoffs and they actually win a playoff game? Or you got to build a statue of Matt Canada? Definitely not leaving. Yeah, Matt Canada has a cape. He'll show up in a cape the next game. Oh boy, he then he'd get so cocky. Canada man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Probably waving a can a Canadian flag or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. This was fun. Thank I'm so you. glad I'm so glad you had such a cool experience. What, what's the Atlanta Thank Stadium you. like? It's a dome, it's right? Gorgeous. It's yeah. Really nice. It is, it really is. It's a beautiful stadium. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it called Mercedes something? Mercedes Benz. Okay. I got to say something else too. The people of Atlanta, that Southern hospitality, I usually think that's a myth. 
But man, they were nice. I, every single person, Allison, that I encountered that worked at that stadium, the people that sat around us at the game, everybody we encountered, as, you know, on our travels, at least from my perspective, everybody was so helpful and so friendly. Those people at that stadium couldn't have been nicer. Very right. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe it. they were scared. There were so many Steelers fans. It's like, we better be nice to these people. We're, we're, we're far outnumbered. Right? Allison looks really tough. <laughs> this this scary looking woman is going to mess right. us up we better be nice to these people yes <laughs> all right guys hey thanks so much thanks guys, guys. bye we'll see you